All right. You know what's fun? You already did your testings? Your volume thingies? No, I, I just... Dude, I haven't even cleared it up before. I just throw it out raw most of the time. <laughs> He's got to drink some coffee over there. You go raw. The best part of waking up is full juice in your cup. I actually not have not giving pro- a fuck. <laughs> I have a private selection from Kroger's right now. Drinking in a gay ass white, black, orange mug. Well, Bruh, choose a color. Well, my uh, my normal mug is in the sink and nobody washed dishes yesterday. And I was like, motherfucker. Bruh, it's seasoned. Just put it in there. You see this? Let me show, let me show you something. No, 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 no. No, when I say it was in the sink, they dumped it within the other dirty water. Uh, inside. Yeah, dirty it's, water. it's extremely, extremely seasoned. Dirty water. <laughs> Welcome to another super exciting episode of Critical Thinking Podcast. I'm your host, Rick the Rizzo, along with my co-host, The Mig One. And this is a critical look at all things TV, movies, gaming, upcoming creators, and whatever the hell we free like talking about. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to a critical morning episode 238. It is actually 8.36 in the morning. What in the fuck is going on? <laughs> We're actually sitting down here enjoying some nice warm beverage. I'm drinking... Coffee? Co- Folgers? It's not Folgers. It's something else. I forgot what it is. But it's mine is Christmas in a Cup, it's called. Ah, okay. Where'd you get yours at? At home or do you... I got mine at home, but we got it from the Heb. The Heb. Ah. That's what them folks up north call it. They say, oh, what is it? The Heb. That's H-E-B for all you non-Texaners. Because <laughs> H-E-B is big in Texas. Yep. So I'm telling you. big. And it's not Busey's dumbasses. It's Bucky's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who? I'm going to slap shit out somebody. <laughs> so every once in a while you hear it get quiet that's because me and rick we're taking a coffee sip take a coffee sip we're not used to this early shit <laughs> i'll make it real quick long story short i went into work today and my boss man said you know what you need to take a day off it's your day off today you need to go home take relax you ain't got to go home but you can't be here <laughs> he's like he was afraid of me getting burned out which i respect that's good it's it's weird having a boss that gives a shit about you yeah i know i don't know how that feels I know. 20, 20, 30 years in the workforce, and I, I, I got a boss that actually cares. That happens, man. Man, I don't, I, 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 I got no words. <laughs> but yeah, so, so yeah. here we are recording early in the morning instead of late in the evening when uh, I'm dying. I said that I was wondering. I was like, I was like, man, he didn't message me. This was me yesterday. I was like, he didn't message me if we were going to record today. He's so used to just coming in on a Tuesday. I'm like, we're used to recording on Monday, but it never comes in on a Monday. Well, you know, Mondays is uh, Mondays gotten kind of tough because Monday's usually the busiest day at work, and so I'm pretty much dead. And I mean, if I try to come in here, I'd be like <sighs> trying to talk. Then I was thinking about trying to do it on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought about that too. But Sunday's my only day off, so I don't want to see you on a Sunday. I mean, shit. I'll well, see it's you perfect though on a Sunday. You know, <laughs> we just do it, get it done and over with. You know, that's what I'm true. But I figure I still like the weekdays. Either I'm right here, I just drive on down. You're making it hard for me to edit sometimes. Man, man, you just got finished telling me two seconds ago and telling people you let it. You like to do it raw. I just throw it out raw because I have no choice. Uh, because you're not pre warming her up. You got to warm her up before you just go in, fam. You just can't go in raw. That's how you rip your shit up. I sit there, you know, I, I, I sit there and I'm, I'm trying to edit, but he I only have so much time. He's talking about one thing. I'm talking about something else. <laughs> I, I, That's see, usually how it goes in this podcast. You, you have to learn to go past the Miguel's, the, the MIG-1 talk and go back to the Miguel. Uh, but uh, the, the MIG-1 is always uh, thrown in there. Oh, uh, but okay, okay, okay. So that's right. The MIG-1 does talk a lot of shit. 
We'll put mm-hmm. that out there. We know this. But today, today, I walk in here, and the first thing I get is shit thrown at me. This motherfucker hero is complaining, bitching about not getting the invites, and this motherfucker got to go someplace else and don't throw us an invite. Mexican, I still ain't got the fucking invite. <laughs> so what you talking about? I'm not going to invite first when you're supposed to invite first. And then he's all spitting shit up on his... The hell was that? Shit, that's from this morning? Is that morning breakfast? I don't know. Ooh, yeah, he's ooh. all spitting up breakfast and everything. He's supposed to go in your mouth and down and you throw it, man. Yeah, it's probably stuck in my hole. You know, I got a hole in there. You know, I, gotta, I keep extra just when I get hungry, you know. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. fucked up. That's some bacon right there, boy. <laughs> but no, nah, man. What the hell are you going to bitch me when you ain't even invited me yet? Every time I see you, always going out. I'm a pole man. I don't get to go out very often. I and mean, when I do. And then when I do make the invite, you're like, oh, man, I'm tired. I don't want to go anywhere. Because you asking me like an hour before. <laughs> bro, bro, come on, bro. Yeah, it's like. We, you were, we know you're supposed to like offer like weeks in advance. Well, you could have done the same thing. You know, it would have been like an hour or so. Hey, we're going to pause. Like, hey, baby, want to go? She'd be like, hell yeah, let's go. I have never been there before. So <laughs> I had to take the wife first so she was going to enjoy it. <laughs> in actuality, I knew I was going to have the grandson that day when I went home Saturday night. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go there. And I said, the grandson going to want to go to Olive Garden. That's where he always wants to go. And I've been trying to take the wife to new places. And she, unlike you, she don't want to go to Fogo or any other Brazilian place, all you can eat stuff. Um, so I'm like, okay, where can we go? And I'm at work and talking to one of the guys. He mentions the, the restaurant. Uh, you know the name. I can't say it correctly. Say the name for everybody. Baco de Pepe. Yeah. Bico, Baco, Buco. So a lot of people say, I heard it said different ways too. Buco, Buco Buca de Pepe, Baco Pepe, de Pepe, whatever. something like that. Buco money. I don't know whatever you want to call it. It's B-O-C-A-D-I. And then Pepe. B-E-P-P-I. Whatever. Pepe. Yeah, Pepe. We just said Pepe. Whatever. whatever. Anyway, it's a nice Italian restaurant here in Houston off of uh, Buffalo Speedway. Yeah. And uh, so I looked it up. I was like, holy shit, that's some big servants. But, you know, they told me to serve family stuff. I figured, okay, so we're going to get this one thing. We'll be good. You know, it'll be all right. So I figured, okay, I'll make a reservation just in case. I made a reservation. So, you know, it's a little fancy now. So I'm feeling fancy. So it was like last minute. Made it at work. So I told the wife, okay, we're going to try a new restaurant. We're going to take you and you, me, and the grandson to go eat there. And, you know, it's new. I heard it's pretty good. Showed her the pictures. She said, okay, I'm down. Okay, so we went. Got stuck in a wreck. Oh, yeah. No, not a wreck. Excuse me. Traffic. No. No, this is far worse. What? So I was going home Saturday, 4 o'clock. I get to Beasley. Stopped. Not even moving. For an hour. Red truck. Ran somebody over in Beasley. Tried to get away from the cops. Cops got him. Blew the tire out. Guy came out of the car with a knife at the cops. Cops tased him. He got back up. 12 cops now pointing guns at this man. Man comes at him again. Open fire. Man dead. Crime scene. So three lanes going to one. Finally, we start moving. But yeah, it was it was messed up. So I sat there for an hour and change. Finally got through that. Try to change my reservations from six. I was to seven. about to say. I was about to ask you. Was like so I was there. So I called him. Hey, I need to change my reservation from six to seven because I'm stuck in a wreck, and I think it's either a wreck or something bad happened because there's a lot of cops, so I'm not moving. So I just goes, okay, we got you, Mister Garza. Okay, cool. All right, so I got there. We got there actually. We got there by six thirty. Yeah, he's yawning. It's in the morning. What the fuck? Huh? It's like he's here yawning. It's in the morning. I know. So we get there at six thirty, and he's like, uh, "I walk in. There's already people waiting, dude." And it's like, "Do you have a reservation?" "Yes, I do." "Okay, Mister Gar." "Oh yeah, follow me, Mister Garza." So yeah, I beat the people sitting there waiting. I walk mm-hmm. right in. 
So that's a smooth move. Reservations are nice. Yeah, even though you just need to go, even though it wasn't super packed, you still got reservations. I mean, it's better to get a reservation. Yeah. So we sit down. The only thing I didn't like is that y'all were in a booth, weren't y'all? No, we had a table. You had a table? Mm-hmm. They're all oh, tables. Okay. I ain't seen no booth. Oh, it looked like y'all were in a booth. No, it's a table. It's a table? It's a table. Okay. So uh, big old table. All right, continue. Table seats six people. Anyway, so dude, you open the door. Damn. It smells, it smells good, like huh? you in Italy, bro. Okay, Olive Garden ain't shit. This place, when you walk in Olive Garden, you can smell the food, but it's like you're smelling, what's the word I'm looking for? It smells processed. Mm-hmm. You know, this is not, pro- this is homemade, fam. Yeah, no, I've been there. I watch, I look through the window, I'm, I can actually see the kitchen. I'm like, damn, this shit is good. So, I mean, it smells great in here. So, we walked in, grandson was still kind of tired, kind of out of it, but then he woke up and he started munching on the bread and he just chowing down on the bread. I mean, he ate like three pieces of bread. He was just going to town because he loved it. He's watching uh, shows on my phone while he's eating his bread. And then, you know, they, they came out and took our order, and we ordered it. And then uh, my wife goes, well, let's try this. Let's get some of that garlic bread, mozzarella garlic bread, that is. And then my wife says, let's order two things. And, you know, whatever we have extra, we'll just take home. Oh, that sounds good. I ordered fettuccine Alfredo. My wife ordered something spicy chicken something, whatever it is, penne, penne, whatever it was. Dude, okay, fettuccine Alfredo, first of all, tasted kind of bland. I will say that. Obviously, it didn't have no chicken in it or anything else like that. But that was okay. It was not a problem. It was still good. The thing my wife ordered was freaking amazing. Oh, my God. It was spicy as hell, but it was so good. And then, of course, with the garlic, mozzarella garlic bread. Dude, I was like, oh, my God. this is so I ate plenty. Uh, I ate a lot. I'm like, I don't think I got room for anything else. (laughs) And he goes, well, you know what? My wife goes, you know, it's an Italian restaurant. They got to have some good desserts. I know what you're thinking. So I asked the guy, what you got? He starts telling me everything. And then he finally gets to the one we want. That's the one we want. <laughs> so they brought the three cannolis. Oh, so delicious. My grandson is not a cannoli guy. Never had one. Started licking the chocolate. He's like, oh, he's like, his eyes just like got wide. Like he went on crack. So he started licking it all with the sugar and he was like enjoying that. <laughs> he's like, this is good. So my grandson gave it a thumbs up because he loved it. He had cheese pizza and he destroyed that pizza. And he, he was still eating the bread. He was eating everything. And then he, you know, so he was happy. He had a nice full belly. Uh, and they brought him a nice big old cup of Sprite with a lid on it. So he was happy because he got a big old cup too, like the rest of us. And we took a lot at home and camera ate some of it when he was at the house too. He, he liked it too. So, bro, I, yeah, yeah, I spent a, I spent a bill, bill eight. Yeah. Which is fine because, uh, it was the first time trying out and it was, it was a date night for me and the wife, but with the grandson. And, you know, it's fine. It was just a little family thing. But like I said, no invitations went out to anybody else because I had never been there. So me and the wife wanted to go see, I mean, I wanted to take my wife someplace nice. All the shit she's put gone through with me, and I just want to do something really good for her. And you know, I had the opportunity, and I did it. So, so next time I go, we talked about it. Next time I go, we'll get some. We'll make sure the rest of the family comes with us because that's a lot of food. Next, at least I bring Braden with me. At least I know we'll get eaten then. But, <laughs> but now, now you make a good point. So now we decide we want to go. I'll just call you up. Shit, that's four of us right there. We get a large. All four of us eat together. Yeah, I know. I said I thought about the same. Like I said, if I can't get the kids to go, I would have called you right yeah, away. Yeah, that, like, that'd be easy because shit. Then I ain't got to pay a bill by myself. We split it. That's right. 70 for you, 30 for me. What the fuck? <laughs> My math is terrible. <laughs> I went to Rosenberg School. <laughs> but yeah, so I highly recommend that place. Take your family. It is worth the money. Dude, I saw some dishes come out like, Jesus, look at that meatball. I was comparing to the, like, damn. You're looking at balls. If your balls are that big, then you got problems. Bro, that meatball was massive. But that shit was huge. No, if your balls are that big, you got problems. You're going to go see a doctor. You're the one comparing. You're the one going to go see a doctor. You got elephantitis, bro. You better go see a doctor. But then I saw that pizza come out. I said, oh, okay, it's a nice slice, large slice pizza. And I saw some dish come out with some sticks in it. I'm like, what the hell is that? 
And my wife and me, we almost got the bruschetta. So when we go back, we're thinking of going back. So I'll give you a holler because definitely, even though you haven't invited me yet, but I'll definitely invite you first just so I can say that shit on the show that I invited first. Hey, uh, this this Sunday. This coming Sunday. This coming Sunday. Uh-huh. Uh, my friend Gene's playing at Rise. I'm thinking about going to see that. Rise? What's Rise? Yeah, Rise is the, it's a- Gay club? It's a club down at over in Midtown. Gay club? No. Uh, uh, he's playing, uh, he's playing his, uh, poison, his oh, poison nice. band's playing. Every rose has a thorn. But there's poison, uh, Motley Crue. What time? And, uh, two o'clock. Holy shit. That's pretty cool. You know where I'm gonna be? Where? In New Caney. Visiting my dad and mom's. Ah. Uh, yeah, I didn't get to see him this weekend because of the weather and it was supposed to be nasty, so I'm gonna go this weekend. Okay. So I appreciate you inviting me to go to, to, to a gig. Relive the '80s hair band. Appreciate yeah, because uh, <laughs> everybody was gonna be there. Even the Joan Hart's gonna be there too. So Joan Jett band, everything. Everybody nice. Be there. And then you gotta let me know how that goes. You gotta record some of that. So it's like you know, jeans. You the reason why I was saying too is also I might have four tickets. Ah, okay, gotcha. Well, I would go with you, uh, but I already told my dad I was coming, so I've got to do I understand, that. I understand. I can't be backing out of that. Should that be pretty shitty? All but right. yeah, so well, when well, anytime you go to dinner. <laughs> Someplace interesting I've never been. Let me know. Well, funny story about this weekend. Well, not mm-hmm. funny. Well, interesting story. I think I saw your post how you got all dressed up to go out and you didn't go. Yeah. What happened was. What happened was. You got to the shits. Nah. The you know the the Lord does things to you to to make sure that you know if you know you can have a bad night the Lord will bring you a sign. What was the sign? Well, I told you to stay the fuck in. We. <laughs> Sister, it was it was our cousin Casey's birthday uh-huh. this weekend, I and so uh, I saw it. I wished her happy birthday. I just didn't know what it was. Yeah, it was it, it was her birthday. So my sister had got her a table over at Whiskey River. Whiskey River, I don't know that place. That's okay. in Katy. I've dropped off. I've seen there. it before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I was like, all right. So she she got a table and a bottle and everything. She's like, hey, y'all come on out. And I said, yeah, all right, we'll be out there. We got all dressed up and everything ready to go. All fancy and shit. I mean, literally, we were ready to go. My baby goes up. She's all right. I'm ready. Finally, we go. I was like, all right. We get in the car, and you know how like you're heading towards 36 on the feeder. Yes, sir. And how it's all fucked up. It's all down to one lane on one side. Mm-hmm. Well, as we were going, I'm here like, man, there's a lot of fucking dirt on this road. I'm hearing, yeah, yeah, just yeah, constantly yeah. in the car. Uh-huh. We never hear that much shit. Right, right, right. I'm like, what the fuck? You know, we're here going, going. And we get to one part where it kind of goes, mm-hmm. a little turn, and all of a sudden there was like a little dip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, out of nowhere, it went, poof. We're like, what the fuck? It like, like I hit something. Uh-huh. And we're like, what the fuck? She goes, what was that? I said, I don't know. I'm looking. We didn't see nothing you on the road. Car? Huh? You were in your white car? No, we were in my wife's car. The maroon. The maroon. Okay, okay, okay. We're like, what the fuck was that? I said, I don't know. So we're like looking around trying to figure out what the fuck was going on, but... All the sensors went off uh-huh. on the car. Even the one, like when they came up on the dashboard, it said airbag sensor triggered. So and so. I was like, pretty good. Okay. I was like, what the fuck? I said, what the hell did I hit? Uh-huh. I go, I didn't see anything. Did you see? She goes, she didn't see anything. You know, I mean, literally, we didn't see nothing. Right. So we pulled into the Denny's where I can get some light. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I pulled in there and we had the light shooting and I'm here and I pop the hood and I look and everything looks normal. It sounds. I actually turned the car off uh-huh. and I turned it back on. And everything reset. Mm-hmm. So there's no more sensor light, no nothing. Right, right. So I'm here looking. I'm like, what the fuck? You know, and I'm here checking this, checking that, mm-hmm. checking this. And then I was like, I, something made me look back. And I got my light on my phone. I look. You know the lip of the bumper 
that's underneath your on your on most yeah, cars yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. that kind of lets you know when you get close to the curb and you and you uh-huh. hit it. Uh-huh. That hit something and broke. Oh wow! And that's what triggered everything. Ah, okay. So it was instead of being curved with the bumper this way, uh-huh. it was actually curved backwards now. Nice. I was like, oh shit! I said, oh, and I told her, I said, babe, it was that little bumper piece on the bottom. It's uh-huh. broken and and everything. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. The car's fine. Mm-hmm. It's just that right there. We still don't know what you hit. We don't know what we hit. It might have been just something on the road, and that thing was already. Yeah, 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 got gotcha. you. It might, it might have just got a good chunk of it. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, damn. So we came home, and as we we're driving home, mm-hmm. we were going to switch cars, actually. We were thinking about just jumping into mine and then mm-hmm. heading over. But as we were coming back, my girlfriend said it, and then I was thinking about it. I said, maybe this is an omen. The Lord said, don't go. Uh-huh. You know, maybe something wrong might have happened or something. Uh-huh. Especially going out towards Katie. And you know how crazy them people are out there. You know, we've been out Uber and how crazy people drive out there. Uh-huh. Especially coming out of a bar. Okay. And I don't know how well, I don't know how much fun they had over there uh-huh. or whatever, but we just took it as a as a sign of like, uh-huh. don't go. Pussy. So that's what we did, you know. <laughs> I'd hopped in the Mac in the big old way. Hummer and gone. <laughs> no, no, no. I understand what you're saying. It kind of freaks you out a little bit. I get you. Yeah. yeah it makes you a second to say, oh, shit. Hmm. So Sunday, I called my pops and uh, I said, hey, I need to borrow your jack. Because mm-hmm. uh, my girlfriend's car, she doesn't have a jack. Mm-hmm. Uh, she doesn't have a spare tire either. Okay. Hers is just, it's a. It's the, a the fix a flat shit. It's a fix a flat and an air compressor. Got you. And I'm like. She wants to buy a she wants to buy a spare tire you to put in there. Need to buy a spare, honestly, yeah. Yeah, she wants to buy a spare or she wants to put it in there. I say, I understand, I totally understand. If you want to get you a spare, mm-hmm. anyways. So we sat there and uh, Dad brought the jack over, talking about what was going on. Dad was telling me, "Oh, you need to trim it." He's all telling me what to do with the yard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I was like, "All right, Pop. All right, Pop." So we did that. We talked a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh, Tizzy misses you know Dad all the time. Uh-huh. Without without her leash, she went out the front door and was mm-hmm. hanging with Grandpa for a while. Mm-hmm. And I said, Tizzy, go back inside. And she goes back inside. So I can actually have Tizzy without a leash. I, I, I say that now, but then watch if there's another dog in there. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, you know, dog's good. I know how you are, yeah. Well, anyways, so after Dad left, I went on ahead and I started jacking the car up. And mm-hmm. I went underneath and looked. And I saw, I was like, uh, yeah, all the clips were broken. Mm-hmm. Uh so I unscrewed, uh, unscrewed the two that were holding it up. Mm-hmm. I unscrewed that, took it off, mm-hmm. took all the clips off, put all the screws back on there. So I can order another piece, only at twenty six bucks for another one. Mm-hmm. But I have right now, I have it off, and then I checked everything. Everything else was fine under there. So it was just the thing that the initial hit to where it flipped inside out, mm-hmm. and that just poof, bumped every sensor. Well, you know, what you need to do is have a professional diagnose it. So you need to bring it down to me a four-bit <laughs> deal so I can take a look at it and check it out. So check it out for maybe these new tires, a couple of brake check, maybe. Over there, install you some new wipers, maybe get your uh, fuel injection. I don't know who's going to bring that in. <laughs> get your fuel injection service to hell. Hell, you know what? Maybe get you, you know, while we're there, probably get you some four-bit you know, tires. Whenever, whenever I do need some work, I'll take it over to four-bit Kia. Nice. And I'll say that Miguel got the bill. It's not even the Kia. <laughs> Huh? You're not even driving a Kia. No, it's a Chevy. Uh, well, we can do oil change. I can put you some tires on there. Maybe get you change your fuel out of you know stuff like that. I still bring and say the bill goes to me, the big one. And I'll be like, I don't know this messkin here. <laughs> it's not warranty. This custom pay. Hand it over, big man. We know you make that money. We know you got that money. So I see that was your weekend. Yeah, that was my weekend. And of course, you know my weekend started off that meal. But see, what I didn't tell you was 
what happened after the meal. So the next day, grandson wakes up. Grandpa's still sleeping. <laughs> and apparently he asked Gigi, Gigi, when's grandpa going to get up? He's sleeping too long. And Gigi says, well, go wake him up. So he opens the door, comes and jumps up, takes all the covers off me and wakes me up. What the hell, boy? Grandpa, you sleeping too long. You got to get up. Well, apparently, apparently grandpa got to exercise and now he's got to get up. So I got up. Then he proceeded to beat up on me all day long. <laughs> Grandpa playing with him in his Paw Patrol Dragon Castle, playing with his dinosaurs, playing with his cars, playing with whatever he had. And then, of course, it was wrestling time. Then the, the worst part was when he decided to be Grandpa was good time to be Buttercup again. Buttercup? The horse. Oh. From Bluey. So I'm Buttercup. So he makes me get down in a certain spot. Hey, Grandpa, do this. I get in the, I'm like, what do you want me to do? And then he jumps on me. All right, let's go, Buttercup. And then I knew what he was doing. He set me up. So he's riding Buttercup around the living room, and he's doing stuff. And, and Gigi has a bridge. He's got to pay the money to go across. He's got me doing this. And I attack Daisy, and you know, and Daisy attacks me back. And then he's like, no, Buttercup, be a good horse. And he's pulled me back by the reins and whatnot. But the messed up part was, so Buttercup was tired. And, and so he was trying to sell Buttercup back to to my wife. Like, she, he bought him. Here, I'm here to give you a horse back. Give my money. And my wife's like, no, you bought the horse. He's yours. You can't take, nobody take, no take backs. He looks at me and goes, Pow! <laughs> 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 he goes, you just shoot your horse? Yeah. You told me I can't take him back, so I don't need him. You can't shoot your horse? <laughs> you killed your horse. So I'm laying on the ground dead. It's like, wake up, Buttercup. And Jesus is like, you can't wake him up. You killed him. He goes, but I got the magic wake you back alive potion. <laughs> so I get back up. Just and he goes, okay, he's okay. See? Yeah, all right, good buttercup. <laughs> My wife's like, quit shooting your horse. It was freaking hilarious. So that was funny. And then, you know. I'm surprised, he, I'm surprised Horse of Cleese didn't wake up after the kitchen. <laughs> nah, he, he was being funny. Uh, and then all of a sudden he got back on me and I. Try to, he goes, buck me off. So I bucked him off. And he's like, hang on, whoa. Then I stomped on him like a wild horse. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was a, yeah, it was a fun day. But I was exhausted when it was all said and done. And when I got up yesterday, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. Yeah, and of course the guys at work are making fun of me. He's like, what the hell, man? He's 44. Yeah, but he's getting heavy and he likes to jump off the ottoman off the couch onto my back and legs and body with full knees. <laughs> and you're 50 years old. Yeah, I know. Like, he, here, Grandpa, hold the pillow. Okay, what? And he comes charging at me head first. Like, what the hell, man? <laughs> Who are you? Activate human torpedo. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm like, what the hell? Boy, you're going to kill me. Dang. But yeah, so that was that. I have to admit, me and my girlfriend, you know, don't get me wrong. Ugh. Not not, not that the fact that we, we don't try. You know, you know she, she wants to have another kid with me. You know? But, you know, we already know it's probably that time, you know, she can't. So we're actually looking forward to How old are you? We're both 46. Ah. I can give you some of mine. It'll help you. I got no. I got them boys. No. I got we them boys. <laughs> <laughs> I can give you some of the cup. So we them boys. We don't want no gay children right now. Oh, <laughs> you want to go there? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. I got them boys. <laughs> uh. No, not not for lack of trying, but we already know, you know, you get to a certain age. Yeah, I understand mm-hmm. it, but see, you got to understand that it's also not a lack of trying or a certain age. It A lot of other stuff plays in the factor. One big factor is the big man upstairs. Yeah. Because, to. obviously, I had a crazy-ass ex-wife who had five miscarriages. 
So it was one of those things. Of course, my wife now couldn't have any more because she already had an autoimmune system. There was a situation going on. We tried too, but it's all good. And I said, I got yeah. my four children. You got yours in here, so you're good. It's yeah. all good. You, you come to realize that, yeah, we, that you can go find yourself a nice 18 year old, have an affair and get one, but is it worth it? True. But uh, you didn't answer the question. It's <laughs> yeah, like true, but I wouldn't go out looking for another one. But anyway, no, no, no. At some point, you realize that it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't. It, it doesn't matter. So, like, I already know. I told her. I said, I know we can't have another one. I said, but you gave me three wonderful children that I do treat as my own. Mm-hmm. No, but if you get a hall pass, but, then, then you're good. But uh, but what we're actually kind of looking for is like, oh, well, when when I'm gonna be like the big one and have grandkids that is uh you know being a dad is, is an amazing thing yeah and uh i just know you just became into that uh i shit for most of my life now half of my life uh, less than half of my life it's been the greatest thing in the world and then having grandkids probably from as my wife used to say my wife would always say all of my kids that my daughter's probably the fave or has been because she's the only girl mm-hmm. and then having grandkids from the daughter just makes it even better but I wonder when, you know, ever Alec will have any or when uh, Cameron will have any or Brain will have any. It, it's just, uh, I, it is uh, the greatest feeling in the world, I'm going to be honest with you. you. You cannot replace it. It is so much fun. And because, you know, you can sugar them up, wild them up, and then send them home. <laughs> <laughs> but my grandson reminds me so much of myself that. He reminds me, he always wants to be around us, always wants to stay, always wants to come over. As soon as he gets to the house, he wants to walk next door. That was me growing up. So it's like, you know, it, it, he does a lot of things that reminds me of me as a young kid. So it, it's a great feeling. So yeah. When you get there, you'll see. Okay. Hopefully you're still young enough to get on the floor and roll around and be an idiot. Because <laughs> that's the greatest thing in the world. Being able to play. Yeah. Because... I'm hoping to God that I, I mean, this is why I took this other job. And another reason why I took the job, not because there's a BS going on my other job, but because this job, I move around a lot. I'm walking constantly. I'm up and down, up and down, up and down. So I am moving, getting, I mean, I'm still a fat ass because I need to kind of watch what I'm eating a little bit more, but I am getting more exercise. Yeah. So my sugar's been under control. Everything else has been going well. That's part of going well. So I'm getting some exercise today. So I'm figuring I add a little bit more and start watching what I eat. I'll be better. But it allows me to be more interactive with my grandkids and help yeah. me stay alive more, you know. And then once I start picking up my lucky strike smoking problem again, I'll be good. I'll be <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Break you off a piece of that lucky strike. <laughs> but yeah, so you know, I'm just saying. So yeah, that's the, it'll be a great thing, man. You trust me. When it happens, it happens, and you ain't gonna know what to do. And then you just want to spoil that kid as much as you can. Like I'll go to the store, whatever, out of nowhere, and just pick my grandson some shit up, and doesn't even matter. And he just like he's so happy. Of course, I may be swallowing him too much. He goes, Grandpa, did you bring me anything? No, Bubba, I didn't go to that part of the store. Oh, Grandpa, but I wanted a toy. I know, Bubba, but I, I was only focused on getting some stuff, so I didn't go that direction. I'm sorry. Next time. Yeah. And, you know, I'll take him to the store. When I do take him to the store to buy him stuff, uh, I usually, he plays everything. I'm letting him pick something out. And he knows when I'm like, okay, that's 80 bucks. Oh, yeah, that's too much. He'll say that. He goes, okay, that's 50 bucks. Oh, yeah, that's a lot. But he knows when I say that's $40. And he'll like, he looks at me, he realizes, oh, grandpa didn't say bucks. Or grandpa didn't say this, so this might be an option, so he'll hold it. <laughs> but then I try to find something cheaper that he might like even more. And I'm like, yeah, look at this. Oh, that's so cool, you know. <laughs> Work him out of it. But yeah. he got me for that castle. And the <laughs> castle was $45. So I bought it because he liked it, and, you know, so whatever. And so then I bought him the little Paw Patrol that goes with it. 
He also likes Ryan. He likes a lot of those shows you watch on YouTube, the kids and whatever, because mm-hmm. they have their toys coming out now. And so Ryan has a lot of those action figures. So I bought him one at Target for like, they had 20 action figures for like $25. So he, mm-hmm. he loved that. That was like only at Target. So Yeah. Oh, another thing that happened this weekend, uh, you know, since I got the PS5. Yeah. It's hard for me to play any of my VR games. Why's that? Even though they're all, you can, since they're all, you know, you used to play a lot of the PS4 games, it's very backwards compatible. Uh huh. Well, the reason why I can't play the VR system that I have right now is because I can't get the camera connected to the, uh, the PS5. I need an adapter. Okay. And so I had the adapter. I have it on my, uh, Amazon, uh, list that I can go buy one. For it's like twenty five, twenty six dollars for it uh-huh. for the adapter. I just gotcha. Just been too lazy to get it. I've been playing all the other games, been instead of going back to VR real quick. Mm-hmm. Well, anyways, and so I'm sitting there, with my girlfriend. She's been like, she doesn't like to buy things off of Amazon unless it's a credible person that they're buying from. Exactly, which, which I agree with her. And uh the one I had picked, I didn't realize it really wasn't that credible. So uh-huh. she was looking for someone credible while she was going through it, the whole thing. She pulls up and she goes, oh, this one says Sony. Uh-huh. And she goes, well, Sony's a credible. Uh-huh. So she clicks on the, on the thing. Uh-huh. And she goes through, she goes like, babe, I sent you a link on your, your text message. I was like, all right. I clicked the link. It's a Sony. Uh-huh. I can get one for free. Nice. <laughs> all I did was put in the information and the, the, the code yeah. that I have on my, uh-huh. the serial code for it. And boom. And then I'm just waiting for Sony to give me a response. Nice. And if so, hopefully they'll be like, yeah, here you go. Shoot, wow. me, shoot me one for free. You dumbass. So can't be, can <laughs> beat it unless it's free. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I know what you're saying. Free is always better. Yes. Anyways, yeah, that, that was my weekend. Right, that was so our weekend. We around it, but we were very interested. Yeah. We talked about food, family, yeah. and more food yeah. and games. And games <laughs> and some family. Anyway, so uh, what we got in sports? Anything in sports right now? Besides the lockout on... I ain't paying attention to baseball, man. They, Base- they just pissing me off right now. Uh, Surprisingly, I did not know. Maybe you did. What's that? I did not know that the American Football League is back. Uh, I knew something was starting, but I didn't know it started yet. Yeah, the Houston Gamblers are back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was going to be part of the USFL, though. They called it something else then? They no, changed the name after all? I think it's the American Football so League. So when does it start? In April. Oh, nice. Very nice. Because they were talking about, oh, we got our, we got our uh, Houston, mm-hmm. we got we'll our see, new quarterback. We're in March. Yeah, so one more month. So, But no, we're in March. So the MIG one's not focused on that. <laughs> MIG one is focused on watching college hoops right now. So when it comes time mm-hmm. to make his picks in the March Madness tournament, he knows who to take. Oh, shit. I forgot that's coming up. It's the madness, baby. The madness. Yeah. What's wrong with you? But, you know, cause I haven't really been jumping to sports, so I've totally <laughs> missed out on. And of course, you know, then the following one, we got WrestleMania. Yeah, we do. Yeah, the head we of do. the table, the tribal chief, <laughs> your universal champion. Over 555 days, Roman Reigns. <laughs> the GOAT. That's right. The That's GOAT taking on Brock Lesnar. Biggest rest of money ever for unif- unif- titles unification. So, obviously, they're going to go back to the wind belt. So, you know how they do that shit. They separate and bring it all back together again. So, who knows? So, yeah. So, uh, that's happening. Uh, Sami Zayn is taking on Ricochet for Intercontinental Championships. I got a feeling this may be the first time Ricochet gets a belt. Mm-hmm. 
uh, you know, that type of stuff. But I don't really have a lot of sports except, you know, it has been kind of interesting. I haven't really, I've been so busy with work now. I go home, I eat, I go to sleep. <laughs> I don't really do much. And on the weekends, I'm like, oh, I work Saturday, I come home, and I'm kind of like, okay, well, I do something with the wife. Because I, I don't see her as much. And then Sunday, I die in the couch. I'm like, uh. <laughs> yeah, like uh, the news brought up with the Houston, Houston, the Houston Gamblers thing. We're talking about how Jim Kelly was part of it. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, yep, because he didn't want to go to Buffalo. And he ended up going to Buffalo anyway. Uh-huh. The interesting thing is that uh, you saw the other news that Deshaun Watson may have to be released by the Texans. Oh, yeah. I don't know why. I don't know what's going on with trading, or I guess people don't want to get for what they want for it. He's not, he's not getting what they asked for, or, or they're going to miss some sub deadline. There was some article that they said about they may have to release him. So I started laughing when I saw that. Damn. Yeah, I mean, nobody wants to get him. Nobody. Well, so people want him, but I think you guys are asking for way too much. Either we're asking way too much, or they're still waiting for the court, That's all true. that court you know, shit. You know, I think you guys were asking for a couple of touches and a stripper and <laughs> some shit like that. I don't know. That's just crazy. And, of course, you got all the AA Ron rumors. Uh, he's going here, he's going there. Baker Mayfield trade rumors, too. Who's going to be possibly the new quarterback in Tampa Bay now that Tom's done? Dallas is talking about trading Amari Cooper. You know, rumors about that because it's too much money, and then Cowboys are going to add somebody else. Probably resign Gallup and some other. It's a lot of stuff going on right now that, that nothing is concrete. Nothing is actually happening. Say, just rumors think, all over the place. So, do you think the Cowboys are going to restart over? Uh uh-uh. uh. Trying to. No, I think what they're going to do is probably, if they do trade Amari Cooper, they'll trade him and probably try to get somebody back at some draft picks or whatever. Uh, and then use the cap to sign Gallup and Wilson again, keep them in, in bay, making CD the number one receiver. Uh, and then uh, probably adjust the offensive line a little bit, uh, you know, or maybe draft some more defensive players, whoever they're going to lose. Uh, so we'll see. They don't have an early enough pick right now. They have a, a low pick, so uh, they're like twenty something. So it's you know, it's, you know, you got to get lucky. So we'll see. I don't know. They got to do some shit because you know they got to win now. Mm-hmm. I guess it's, you know, it's too late to be bullshit. I mean, you had a team and you go out there and you fucking choke to the 49ers. And that's another reason why they want to make a move. They don't want to see that shit happen again. So, I don't mm-hmm. know. A lot of teams have to make a lot of moves. I mean, you look at Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Buffalo has to do a little organization too, but they're not really losing a lot, but they got to make sure they keep people, keep people and get something if they lost anybody. The defense let Josh down, bro. He yeah. had that game one. You let Mahomes go 13 seconds to, to, you know, get the field goal and whatever he needed. And then you let him come back and then he beats you in overtime. Shit happens. Uh, but, yeah, you know, it's it's crazy. And then Mahomes lost the following week in 13 seconds. See, that's just the hilarious thing. He threw 13 seconds in overtime, he throws an interception. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you feel like the little evilness going within the NFL. Yeah. But other than that, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I don't know much about it. I mean, I'm on to my, my – I don't know much on the NASCAR front. I missed the race this past weekend. I didn't see – I know Joey was in second for a while. Uh, but I don't know who won the race. Uh, hockey, I've been kind of out of it because, like I said, I haven't been around. I just know my boy Tuka Rask is calling it quits. So the Bruins are giving him a nice little farewell. Uh, and then I forget who else. Some other, somebody else like that. But other, just waiting for the madness now. So I'm trying to reinvigorate myself, get ready for basketball okay. and go from there. Right. So, you know, football and baseball and everything else is kind of like a little bit out of the mind right now. And then you said wrestling. You wrestling, just, I'm all just, into it because that's the only thing I'm actually up on right now. Uh, so we'll have to wait and see. Obviously, Bianca Belair is taking on uh, Becky Lynch, you know, big-time Bex, the man at WrestleMania. So that's a two-day event. So that's going to be pretty cool. I think Lesnar and Roman are going to be on the second day. So WrestleMania is two days? Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a Saturday and a Sunday? Mm-hmm. 
Or, yeah. Or they, yeah, that's, they'll probably do it that way again. So yeah, they've gone from being in one day to being two days. And are they, well, are all the pay-per-views like that now? Two days? Nope. Nope. Or they all, because I've noticed that they're on Saturdays now. Yeah, they're putting the pay-per-views on Saturdays now, I guess, because Sunday's a little tougher for other people, I guess. You know, people gotta, can't stay up and they gotta go to work on Monday. So yeah. I guess they, that's why they're doing it on Saturdays. It makes more sense. Yeah, it makes sense, but it depends on who they're going up against sometimes, too. That is true. But, uh, dude, freaking Elimination Chamber was a huge success in Saudi Arabia. Uh, but, yeah, so WrestleMania is always one of the big ones, you know. So mm-hmm. we'll see how it goes. I mean, it should be pretty interesting. I mean, they're building it pretty high up right now. So wait and see what happens. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool, cool. Uh, and a little bit of entertainment news. Okay. I'll show you this right here. This is a little quick picture of it. But there is a Weird Al Yankovic movie, a biopic. Daniel Radcliffe is playing... Oh wow! Is playing uh, Weird Al. Weird Al. Oh, who's making? Who's directing? I don't know who's directing. I just know that Weird you know. Al. <laughs> but you know, I mean, I think it's gonna be interesting. I mean, a lot of people might want to know about a little bit more about Weird Al. You know, he's actually a really smart guy. You know, for the people, the young generation, this here right now, don't know much about him. But for people like before this generation, us and everybody else, and people like that, Weird Al Yankovic is really quite successful. Yeah, he is. He's he's the guy known like if you're looking for a nice freaking funny mashup song of somebody's popular song he's the one he knew how to do it yeah he had a couple of decent shows I mean he has some cult classics out there at UHF mm-hmm. uh, so yeah I, I think this would be pretty interesting I want to see it I actually do and I think the fact that they cast Daniel Radcliffe at it will bring in some other people who are Harry Potter nerds yeah and people can the dude doesn't get enough credit for who he is. For what he's done. Yeah. Uh, he is very popular amongst a lot of people. He's got that cult following, that cult classic type following guy. I like him a lot. I'm a big Weird Al guy. Yeah. Uh, also, we have some confirmed cameos for uh, Multiverse of Madness, Doctor Strange. Okay. Yeah, Professor X. Yeah, Professor X, which is Patrick Stewart. Uh-huh. Uh, you have uh, Monica Rambeau, the one that played it in... Uh, yeah, the black girl. The black girl. Uh-huh. The, yeah, the mom. Witch, yeah. Uh-huh. And then in uh Oh, no, no. Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Uh-huh. The mom. She's she's being Captain Marvel now. Okay. She's cameo as Captain Marvel. Okay. Uh, John Krasinski, Mr. Fantastic. Nice. Uh, uh, Haley Atwell. Mm-hmm. Captain Britain. From, oh. From so What she, If. So she's going, she's no longer Peggy Carter. Yeah, no, well, she's Peggy Carter, Carter became, okay, she, but she's the one that took the serum instead. They're using the what if you, okay, yes. gotcha, because that's right, everything is fucked. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, God, who is this? My, you know, sorry, sorry, folks, my eyes are. He old. Little, uh, Charlize Theron, uh, as Clea. Uh-huh. I have no idea who that is. Uh-huh. Our boy, Anston Mount, Black Bolt. Great! That's a great role for him. Well, he was he was Black Bolt on the Inhumans on the TV uh, show. That's freaking awesome. Our boy Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool. Deadpool. Nah. Oh, he's making an appearance. Yes. Uh, Balder the Brave. Who's playing him? Bruce Campbell. <laughs> Hell yeah, baby! Is he got a chainsaw? Uh-huh. <laughs> and. Dude, how do you not like Bruce Campbell? Whoever doesn't like Bruce Campbell is a fucking idiot. Superior Iron Man. Who's playing that? Tom Cruise. No shit. 
Tom Cruise was supposed to. They they cast him as Iron Man first before. Down, but now he's gonna be Superior Iron Man. Yeah, from a different timeline. From a different timeline. Dude, I'm I'm just still I'm still like tripping over uh over. Oh my god! Wow. I'm just hoping that it says confirmed cameos, but I'm hoping it's true. But it's like pretty good. Bruce fucking Campbell, bro. That's freaking cool. That's freaking cool. He Bruce Campbell needs to be in everything. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's one of those actors that you just love, bro. He's one of those guys that, no matter what he does, man, wherever he's at, you want his autograph. Well, you have a, you have to think about this. He's in this movie for one big reason. What's that? Who's directing this movie? Favreau. No. no. Uh, uh, it's the one who directed Rodriguez. No, he's the one who directed Evil Dead. He's the one that directed uh, the original Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. Bro, I can't even think of his name. Uh, I know. I can't, it, it's on the tip of my tongue. I can't remember. He always... Bruce Campbell is his guy. What's the director's name? What's the first initial? Oh, my God. Raimi? No. Yeah, Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi. His first big movie was Evil Dead, and Bruce Campbell was his main star. Hell yeah, baby! So he always, he always almost out of gas. (laughs) He always puts Bruce Campbell in all of his movies. Fuck yeah, man! Bruce Campbell's the shit, dude. That's like Pixar and freaking uh, what's him call it? Their Golden Goose. The guy from Norm from Cheers. Yeah, not Norm. uh, The Postman from Cheers. (laughs) Yeah, you got to have him. He's not in there. You don't make no money. Yeah. So Bruce freaking Campbell, dude, that's freaking awesome. Freaking Anson Mount, dude, I'm gonna have to hit him up here later on Twitter. It's like, dude, and yeah, if you hit him up on Twitter and he answers, well, if he doesn't say anything, hopefully, uh, just conf- you know, we heard it was confirmed. You're gonna be in. Yeah, need to get him back on. Need to hit. A, need to. Hit, I'll hit up Brandon Eggins, his his guy, his director guy, and then I'll hit up his assistant if I need to. Definitely to get him back on. <laughs> uh, but that's freaking cool, man. Uh, and then uh, sadder news: uh, Sally Kellerman, she played in Mash. Oh, that wasn't that wasn't that Hot Lips? Yeah, yeah, she, she passed. passed away. She yeah. passed. She was eighty four. Damn, bro, Mash. You know, a lot of people don't remember that shit, dude. But Mash changed a lot. Of, Mash was like deep, bro. Mm-hmm. Mash was a deep show. I mean, it had episodes. Obviously, it was a lot of funniness between Radar, Klinger, Hawkeye, and all those guys. But in the end, dude, they're operating. If you really think about what they're doing, they're operating on people that got injured. And yeah. shit. Trying to save lives and shit, but Just, it was like they're basically patching them up to put them back out on the line. Yeah, and and sometimes you know they were too busy doing their little comical skits, whatever they're doing, but it was technically a drama. Yeah, and then you see some of the stuff, and you're like, damn. And then they finally get to go home, and all the bad shit that happens. The the priest gets hit, uh, loses his hearing. It, it's just like war is hell, bro. Yeah, Mash is Mash was one of those shows. Damn. Mm-hmm. And, and like when they hit it, hit deep in the mm-hmm. show. Yeah, that show was a trip, man. That show was like it was before its time. Mash was a, shit. They ran for what twenty seasons, something like that. Yeah, some long ass time. Yeah. It's like hey, hey, you know, you know, it was it was your bedtime when you started hearing. It. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's Mash time. Mash time came on like ten ten thirty right after right after the news. Oh uh, yeah, but that was the uh, repeats, bro. Yeah, <laughs> before then it was on at eight or nine. It was early on prime time. Yeah. Or actually it was seven. I don't remember. But that was before we were born. Yeah. <laughs> when we were born, it was you know, we we hear that till like ten thirty. That's yeah. right. Dun, dun, oh see, I'm gonna mash. What the frick is this shit? Never mind. So, uh, yeah. It's like, all right, uh the CW has ordered uh Gotham Knights for a series. Okay. So that's the one that's gonna have, you know, the 
uh, Nightwing, Robin, Batgirl, and the Red Hood. Mm-hmm. They're going to have their own show on CW. Okay. And your favorite show. The Supernatural. Prequel. Uh-huh. I saw that. A prequel series. Uh-huh. I they ordered that. that. That's interesting. Everyone's like, we can't get rid of Supernatural. Damn, bro. <laughs> it's just too good. I'm just curious on what who are they following? The father now in the in the prequel series? Probably him and the and him and the thing with the kids. Because when the kids are small. I don't know. You can follow the father when he first started with the wife. Yeah. It's about how far back you want to go. I don't know. I don't care, man. It's <laughs> a great show. But you know, that show also was carried by who the brothers were. Jensen Eccles and Jared Paralaki. Them, those two right there were the reason why also Supernatural was such a great hit. Yeah. The writing was amazing, but they after a couple of seasons, they kept on changing writer-producers, but the show was still great. Those guys could really act. So, yeah. Uh, now we got, like, what, like four days, maybe three days to go to The Batman. Oh, shit, that's right. It's in this month, right? I think it's this weekend. No fucking way. I'm vengeance. Yeah, I believe it's yeah March fourth. He's gonna walk out, stand in front of the light, and sparkle. <laughs> <laughs> For all you Twilight guys, know what that is. Twilight fans, I can't say guys. Let's see here. You think it's this weekend, right? Really? It's this weekend. Are you sure about that, nigga? Because I gotta get some tickets right now, man. I'm gonna go online right now. Give me some thing. Oh my god, click, 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 man. Don't give me some naked, 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 naked lace. Nah, I need to give me some tickets too. Don't get me wrong. I ain't got no damn mask. I don't need no damn mask. The Batman. Advanced tickets. Bro. 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 Bro, it is this weekend. Holy fucking shit. Okay, I got to work Saturday. What time I get up Saturday? I got to have to see this shit at 6 o'clock at night. The Batman. Yep, it's the Batman. Okay, I got to talk to the wife. (laughs) Got to get them tickets. Got to get them tickets. So do I. I got to talk to my talk to my significant other and see. You know, yeah, she don't want to go see Batman. I go see myself. I don't give a damn. I go out to work. I go out to work so every day. We go see Batman. I see it three times in a row. If I got to, I'm so, vengeance. I'm the knight. So I told my wife when it's time to get down for some sex. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's again just just let it go. <laughs> I'm <am> vengeance. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I don't really have much on entertainment. That's about it. That all I have. Uh, uh, Sony. They did. Re- they're having their Sony. Uh, uh, I forgot what they call it, but it's Sony where they. they It's to show that they introduce everything. Uh huh. All e- the news, PlayStation uh-huh. oh, yeah, stuff, yeah. and everything uh, like that. E three. So they're kind of E three. I uh-huh. forgot what they call it though, but that's coming up pretty soon. Uh, they did release pictures of the new VR two. Which looks cool. It kind of looks like the Oculus because I see your, your Cameron has one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It kind of looks like the Oculus, but and also the the controller is starting to look like that because it has a better motion on it mm-hmm. that they got it. So uh, when I saw this, I was like, all right. So I'm looking forward to see what the VR two is going to be like for the PlayStation. Yeah, that's pretty cool watching Cam play that. Let me see it, and I could see what he was watching. It was pretty cool. He was having fun blast with it. It was, it was a lot of fun. So I was like, uh, I was like, damn, this is this looks pretty cool. I said, like, I may have to get one of these. <laughs> so, like I said, I got mine for the PlayStation. So I was yeah. playing Vader. Uh, uh, was it? Uh, God dang, it's the Darth Vader one, Star Wars one. Huh. And uh, you literally like use control, like oh, it's like pulling the Force, and then uh, you use the lightsaber. Nice. Everything. So it's fun. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool. I had to buy all three because there's three of them. Damn. And I got all three. It was a package deal, so I got to keep making that money. 
No, I got it on sale. Big money. Big money, Rick. I got all three for 20 bucks, so I ain't complaining. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's like three parts. And you actually, one is like training and everything. And other that, you can actually just go and just straight training and do everything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's cool. But uh, I wanted to get that Beatmaster or whatever where you do it to music. Oh, okay. I haven't gotten that one yet, but I want to get that one. But it's like, it's the initial game is like 50 bucks or 30 bucks or something like that. Okay. But then, like, you get so many tracks. But then when you buy new tracks, you gotta pay. Oh shit! They're like they're like another twenty twenty bucks something like that per track per per new per band. Put it that way. Damn! I don't know how many tracks you get with it, but that's expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah. Other than that, let's just move on to our favorite segment that we like to all to hear: the Mig Ones Army Stories. In honor of the situation happening in Croatia right now, in the Ukraine, Croatia? I feel, well, Croatia is a piece of shit too. Um, <laughs> it's just Ukraine. Yeah, Ukraine, and then China now, and uh, other stuff. I feel it will be in poor taste to continue on military stories at this time. Um, I want to take a moment of silence for the people that have fallen in Ukraine right now. And uh, why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> Look, I'm making a joke. Okay, first of all, I will tell the story. Let's go and put that. But first of all, Russia, you're a fucking coward. You're a fucking coward, Putin. I'm calling you out right now on my show. You're a little bitch. And I'll tell you why you're a little bitch. Because as the MiG-1 knows, and everybody else who I know who's been there and seen this shit, you don't go around killing fucking civilians. You're going to wage war, wage war. That's fine. I get it. Everybody's going to do that bullshit because that's how people do shit nowadays. It's soldiers. Soldiers are the ones you're supposed to be targeting. And yes, I know they're people too, and I know people are going to get upset about this take as well. But not fucking civilians. Civilians aren't in the army. Civilians aren't trained to fight or defend their country. Soldiers are. You don't want to be shooting bombs at goddamn civilian places, schools, buildings, churches, mosques, whatever. That's straight up bullshit. He's killed over 300 some odd civilians now, women, children, and kids. I mean, I was with kids. I mean, even smaller kids. And men, of course. Uh... They've attacked. They continue their march. The UN is in, implying so many fucking sanctions on them, trying to really, really hurt them because I think their their currency is worth less than a penny now or some shit yeah. like that. And they're still going. They're still marching forward. At, at some point, I, I'm thinking the UN or whatever is just going to have to like do something. Well, we can't. The UN and we're part of the UN. That don't, that's the only way we come in and help. Yeah. Um, until Ukraine says, "Come and help us." Well, they're doing um, all, you know what? And I'm going to tell you again. I said it last week and I'll say it again. The president for the Ukraine got big balls. Yeah, he got some balls. That man on the front line. No, because he, and he loves his country. I get that. I understand that 100%. Anyone who served the military forces here in the United States did it because one of our honor for family and they love their country. And you believe dying for your country is the best thing. If that man dies, Putin just martyred that man. Mm-hmm. And I tell you what. I would be, if I was one of his soldiers, I'd follow him into the lion's den. Really would. When you got a, a president like that, he ain't got no damn uh, protection. He's wearing a fucking vest and he's out in the front lines helping defend. That You can't put that in people. Yeah. That that That's that's in individuals to begin with. I mean, not everybody has that. But I can't understand, and it aggravates the shit out of me, when I see news is that Putin is blowing this and they're shooting this and that, dude, they need to sanction his ass harder if they don't want to go into war. Doing, They need to put it where he can't do a fucking thing and his country suffers even far worse. But again, you know, he's like the dumbass in North Korea. Oh, yeah, sanctions people. I don't care. Do or sanction us, whatever. You ain't hurting me. I still got food. 
Meanwhile, those people are dying. So I guess if you sanction his ass hard enough that they'll over, they'll rise up and try to overthrow him. Yeah. But yeah, you know, it's just a sad fucking time. And we can't jump in and do shit because, oh, we got nuclear war. Oh, really? We got him too. But you don't want to push that button because, you know, the moment you push that button, we push the button, there's no more war. There's no more earth. Everybody's dead. So if you're, tr- just don't be calling out the card. That's a bluff. It's a bluff card. You're not going to use them. First of all, if you do, you're a dumbass because you've just ended the war and you're not going to be around to survive in it anyway. So, yeah, you're not going to use this. So shut the fuck up, nuclear deterrent, my ass. Mm-hmm. It's time to seal, it's time to send and seal team, seal team six. Take some niggas out. I'm just saying. They're sending some fucking crazy ass rangers that don't give a shit or some mercs, something. I don't, I don't know. We'll see how this plays out down the road, bro. But I'll be honest with you, if I had Ukraine citizenship right now, I'd go join them right now and help them fight. I don't give a damn. It's like, you know, um, uh, Anonymous hacked the Russian TV. I saw that. that. That's one of the few times that I've been like a a fan of Anonymous. I was like, you know what? Go on, Anonymous, with your bad self. Do, do your stuff. And then he, 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 they, uh, I don't know if it's a he or they. Mm -hmm. It's a they more. It's a they more they Mm because it's a bunch of them. They exposed that how they're lying to the Russian people saying, Oh, Ukraine is with open arms and letting us come in and so forth. But then they're like, and there's like, none of our forces have died. We're all yeah, strong yeah. going. And then they put out there, No, Ukraine is no, they're showing all the bad shit. And they're yeah. showing how many Russian uh, armies. Yeah. Cause now died. there's, there's, there's protests in Russia because they don't want the war and shit like that. So that's interesting. I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, but Jesus Christ, man, this shit is just ridiculous. I mean, when the fuck are these idiots going to realize, oh, you know, just leave people alone. They broke away. They wanted from their own country. That's their deal. Leave them alone. You don't need to try to annex them back in the Soviet Union. Oh, we want this other people because we want Russia. But Russia needs to be Russia again. Dude, let it go. It's not Soviet Union. It's Russia. Yeah, let it go. Well, that's what he's trying to get back. Trying to make it back to the USSR. Let it go, bro. It's done. That shit ain't happening no more. <laughs> Look, mini Hitler, which is what he's trying. This is the first action like this in a long time since fucking Hitler. Yeah. Don't get pissed off when the rest of the nation's up and decide, okay, you know what? It's time we just spank your ass. Dude, when Switzerland, mm-hmm. Switzerland, the neutralist mm-hmm. country out there put sanctions on mm-hmm. Russia, you yeah. got problems. Yeah. And then now the other fucking idiot talking about, oh, yeah, we believe, uh, what was China saying? We believe this part should be part of ours too. Yeah. Yeah, so you see, you have one dumbass say this, and now the other country trying to say it, and sooner or later, North Korea is going to come back, well, South Korea should be ours too. So you, you can't have one jackass doing it and the other one doing it. So pretty soon, there's going to be some stupid shit going on. Yeah. And I'm just saying. So expect gas to be up to $5 here pretty soon, just so you know. It's a oh. 320 and rising. Yeah, we already know. So yeah, so make sure you keep your tanks full. So yeah, yeah it's just nuts. And if you drive an electric car, congratulations, but your electric bill is going to go up too. <laughs> but anyway... I digress. I had to get that off my chest because it just see it hurts my heart, it hurts my soul to see that shit. And I just I hate fucking dictators. Yeah, I really do. I hate people. I hate things. You know, we're fortunate to live in the United States, which is a democracy, even though sometimes we have a dumbass in the office or we have a dumbass in Congress or dumbass in running the states or whatever. And it just irks me. Now, granted, I'll shit on every fucking party there is out there. I will shit on the reds, I will shit on the blues, I will shit on the browns, the greens, the yellows. I don't give a fuck. If I think you're doing something fucking wrong, I'm going to call your dumb ass out on it. Straight up. Because it's bullshit. First of all, the state of Texas is being ran by a bunch of fucking morons. I'm surprised half our fucking people in this country, in our state, haven't died yet. 
You know? Mm-hmm. So you want to stop violence? Stop giving motherfuckers guns. You want to stop this a bit? Stop trying to do this shit. Oh, we can stop. He fought President Biden. He took him to court and stopped him. Vote for this guy. And I'll, man, fuck your dumb ass. You didn't take the president to court. You took the law, whatever you try to take the court. The president didn't even give a shit what you were doing. You know? Shut the fuck up. This guy did this. He served this and this. But he wants to run now. Rode him in for Congress. All you guys want is to get in there to line your fucking pockets. You don't got no idea what fucking policy is. You don't got no idea what you're trying to do. So I, I don't want his bullshit. When is it going to be a person that actually gives two shits about the people they're representing? That's my point. Yeah. I, the system is so fucking broken that even a so-called Democratic president or whatever can't get everything fixed. Or even the so-called Republican president, whenever he's in there, can't get things fixed. Because they want to do it their own fucking way, their own way the parties do. So, until you figure this shit out, and you guys figure out how to work out as a goddamn one unitarian party, it's never going to work. This shit's country's always going to be fucking broke. Fucking broken here and there. The rich get richer, the poor get poor, and then sometimes the middle class suffers too. It's, it's all over the fucking place. But you know what? There's still no better place in the world to live than here. You you don't have to go worry about some country invading you. You don't have to worry about not having running water. Or living in a shanty shack or some shit. Or living on a fucking street. Mm-hmm. Or bathing in sewers. Or getting raped in the middle of the night. So, I mean, well, that shit happens here too. But, but at least, you know, sometimes there's justice. Over there, and I'm talking about you know poor countries. There is no justice. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the big ones on the soapbox right now. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> All stemming mm-hmm. from the fucking war shit going on right now. All right, let's go to the big ones. Army days. Army days. The last thing I told you, we said it was the reckoning. Now we're gonna talk about some crazy shit. The training. So, as everybody knows, the MiG-1 was not a badass all the time. The MiG-1 had some some flaws. He was scared of a couple things in the world. You know, you know. The MiG-1 had some fears. You know, he was scared of heights. He, heights didn't work very well. He'd go up two rungs on a ladder, knees start shaking like he was a crack addict. You know, the MiG-1 didn't like spiders. Never liked spiders. Because it was so creepy crawly, and they made his skin urch and make his, his hair on his hand stand up. Still to this day, you're still afraid of spiders. Uh, uh, let me get to that a little bit later. You know? <laughs> Mig one did not like ever having the thought of being put in a situation where he could die. So, what the fuck did he do join the army for? I don't know. That's another. That's the day. That's a story for a whole another day. <laughs> anyway, the, that's the one you can tell me about where your dad was laughing at you. Well, that's where we're going. Yes, sir. So I gotta get this videotape in the military. It's on VHS. In the military, you gotta go through many things. the The primary course of the military is to break you down. They take you in as whatever you come in as, and they they literally destroy you. They beat you down. They slap you down. They pretty much tear you down and bring you back up and build you back up to what the Army believes is the proper soldier. Because when you go in, you're a civilian. When you're done, you're a soldier. And even though you may have that right frame of mind thinking you're a soldier, thinking you got all this, you're still not what they want. So they still got to break you down. And they do it, you know, with mind games. And with the yelling and the control and you learn respect for the rank and everything else. And they teach you how to be respectful and everything else. You know, you got to understand that. That's what Mace is all about. So, you have to learn how to assemble your rifle. You got to learn how to take care of your rifle. You got to learn how to love your rifle. You give your rifle a girl's name. 
Oh, say that's Full Metal Jacket. My bad. <laughs> but no, you learn all that shit. But you got to do some training. So one of the fun training courses is the obstacle course. Okay. Everybody gets to do obstacle course. So you get to go, you know, you take off running. You, you jump on the rope, you swing across the mud. Then you go, then you got to climb up the car net, go over the top, across the net, and then come down the other side and go. Then you got to run, and you got to scale up the knotted rope. Then you got to come down. Then you got to shimmy across the little thing, uh, little thing going down. And then, then you come to the, to the, to the ropes where it's a two-man bridge, three-man bridge, one-man bridge. There's all ropes. So you got three ropes, two ropes, one rope. And you got to go across. And you're up high. And if you fall down, well, it was nice knowing you. You know, the two rope one is high, but not too high. The three one, three rope one is pretty high, but you should be able to do that one pretty simple without killing yourself. And the one rope one is, is midway. He, he, if you fall off, it's going to hurt, but you ain't going to die. Okay. So you get on there and you're doing this stuff and so you're running. So make one again, scared of heights, my brother. So make one goes in there and hits that rope. I'm, 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 I'm gung ho, fam. Who catch that rope? Swing over the mud. Barely fucking make it without falling backwards. One guy <laughs> fell backwards into the mud. Oh, you you're fun. You keep on going because you got a time too. You got to make it within time. Hit it up. Then you got to climb up the net. Man, I scaled that wall, that rope net like I Spider Man. Shimmed across the top, went back down the other side real quick, jumped down, jumped down halfway, which you're not supposed to do because you break your goddamn legs. You don't do it right. So I jumped down and took off. I try to make time, man. I ain't got time to be going down every loop. <laughs> so I got yelled at for that. Kept on going, running. Got to the double knot rope. That was a little hard, but you use the little knots on your feet and you get up there and you do and come back down. Then go. Then you got to the three man bridge. Okay, a little high, so but you can walk one foot right in front of the other and hold on to ropes. It's good. So you stay. Well, you're good. You can go. You shimmy across how you want to. It was high, but just look straight ahead and you can make it. A little shaky on that. Then you get to the two man ropes and you're walking sideways, holding. You got to make sure you got like this. You figure a way to do it and you do it. Then you get to the three, the one rope man challenge. This is the one where you gotta do like, uh, legs over the top of the rope like that and you shimmy across on your back. What they don't tell you is the drill's on the other side. Oh shit! Looks like we got a bad case of the wind! It's just fucking the wind making the fucking rope go up and down and shade it back and left. Son of a bitch and you're hanging on. And if you fall, you gotta start over. Oh, that sucks. So I held on for dear life and you still gotta try to shimmy. So I shimmy across and then they start making that shit go worse. Oh shit, you're being fired at now. So they hit you with some kind of little palm shit. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so you finally make it across and you go there and you, and then you gotta finish it and then you gotta low crawl through some shit there and you know, go in here and then you finish it and then you're done. Go over some logs and that's just, that's fun. It was fun. You know, the, the rope bridges were a trip. The first one was kind of freaky because I wasn't ready for it, but then it was okay. But after I climbed up the rope on that top tower and came down, it was good. Mig one has been afraid of heights, yes. Don't trust the ladder for shit. But I'll climb a fucking tree like it ain't nothing. I'll shimmy up across a twig that's no bigger than this recording wire holding my weight back in the day and not afraid of nothing. Swing it on a goddamn tree like I'm fucking Cheeto from Tarzan. I don't give a shit. But I won't climb a fucking ladder to save my life. But I'll use rope, and I trust the rope. Trust the rope, but don't trust the ladder. That's right. So that's the crazy shit. So, okay. Next day. All right. You guys are looking good. Next day. Repel tower. All right. What are we going to do? We're going to go repel? What's repelling? Tell us what. Repelling. We're watching down. Hey, 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 gonna jump, mm-hmm. gonna flip and break some nuts, uh-huh. <laughs> so you're marching down there and like, we start coming up and you start seeing the tower like, holy shit, that thing is tall. Then you see the stairs looped up in a chain going up to the top. Like, Jesus Christ, this shit is 40 feet high or 55, I forgot what it is, it's high as fuck. Because it takes you a while to get to the top. 
So I get in there, and everybody's going up there, and they see you hooking the rope around like this, and you got to rappel off. But you got to throw your legs over this edge like this and put them, put your feet on the little edge, then lean back so you know it's mm-hmm. it's sturdy and you're good. you got a guy on the bottom on belay. In case you lose your grip, they pull it, and you're not going to hurt yourself. I did that in scouts. Yeah. Okay. I'm watching. Get up to the top. Feel the wind blowing the tower now. <laughs> Feel the wind doing this. So make one. Took his fingers here. Intertwined them suckers inside that chain link fence and put a death grip with both fingers. <laughs> Private guards, come on. <laughs> Private guards, get your ass over here right now. Drill sergeant, no drill sergeant. I can't leave. I, I, I can't move. Drill sergeant, legs don't want to go. <laughs> Private guards. Best get your ass over here for a beat jazz and tear you down. <laughs> Whatever it was. Drill Sard. Permission to leave. Drill Sard. <laughs> so, uh, they finally said, come here. So, I mean, they did, you know how they told me. They so, I walked over there. The guys helped unclamp me from the chains. <laughs> the battle boy was next to me. So, they put me out there. He told her, look, the rope is secure. I mean, it's one of the few times the Drill Sard actually talked to you like a human being. The rope is secure. You're tight here. You're safe here. If you lose your grip down and you would lose your grip, the guy down there has on belay will hold the pull the rope down and you'll be dis- you'll be hanging like some dead fruit. You, there's nothing to worry about being hurt. Now reach your feet over the top, start on your belly, roll your feet over the top, put it down. All right. Now reach down and put your feet. Okay, all right. You had your hands here, your hands. Okay, okay. Now lean back. All right. You're good. There's nothing wrong. Now, the next, you're going to push off and come back with feet and push off and come back with feet. Try to make it within a couple of jumps and whatever. So I push a little bit, jump like a, goes, push up like a man, not a woman, Garza. <laughs> so I did it again and I did a good one. That's much better. One more time. And then, you know, I did a couple more times I was on the ground. So, oh, okay, cool. And he goes, and from the top of the tower, I hear to the guy, all right, Garza, you got to go back up again. All the way to the top. Go. Run. Up the stairs. Bypass everybody. I get to the top, gonna do it again. And guess what, private guards? Before you go down, so I have to tell them again, you're gonna do it five more times right after this. In a row. You're gonna do it, come back up immediately. We're gonna do it. I'm gonna time you. Better each time you better get up here faster. So I went foom, foom, foom. Foom, foom, foom. Did you up and down, up and down. So I did it seven times in a row. And I got better at each time. And I got up the, I got up the tower faster. Cause I had to run up them fucking steps. And I was making it down. I started making it down a couple jumps, a couple jumps, a couple jumps. Then all of a sudden I started making it in one or two, a three. No. It went a couple of jumps, and I got to four, and I think down my last two, I got it down to three, and the last one, I did it in two jumps. So I was getting much better at it. And then he was like, out fucking standing, private guards. <laughs> thank you, drill sergeant. Thank you. Don't thank me. Thank you, recruiter. I'm drunk. <laughs> so, all right. So that was cool. That was good. But that, That's still not the, the funny part. But that was, that was to break you from the fear, fear. of heights. Yeah. Right. Which they did. Because after that, I have fear for shit of jumping up anything anymore. Then they got the next fear. Day three fears. A little bit nice to know that most of us privates, we didn't know that number one, rappel tower is recorded. Or uh, confidence course was recorded. Or this one was going to be recorded especially close. NBC training. Basically, nuclear warfare. Okay. You must be trained to how to clean yourself off in case you're hit with gas. And how to wipe yourself off and whatever it is. But so you know what gas feels like so you don't feel scared of it. 
and they're willing to walk through it or not take the pain, we have to show you how protective these protective masks you have on your side and how strong and how good you are. We want you not to have any fear so you know your equipment is good. It is 100% GQ on lock and you're going to be good to go and never have to worry about anything and how well it works. And we're going to prove it to you. So how do we prove it to you, Private Rick? We walk your ass through the gas chamber with the mask on. And you stand in there while it's working. And you feel the gas on your skin. And then you remove the mask. You feel the mask on, you feel the, the smoke on your, the, the gas on your face. Then you put the mask back down because you hold your breath. Put the mask back down and then you clear the mask. And then you see how it still works. So now you have confidence in the mask that's next to you. So now you treat that like it's gold. Because anytime you hear the words gas, 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 the mask has to go on. Yeah. It's a training mechanism, but these motherfuckers really launching gas canisters at you. So we stand outside the door. We see people go in and come out the other way. We can't see them, but we're in the front. When you go into, this is your turn to go in. You will go in. You will stand up against the wall. This is a group of six. As a group of six, you'll stand there. You will remove your mask off the top of your head, keeping your eyes and whatever closed. You will hold your breath. Then you will replace the mask back on your face, you know, whatever, and then blow it out and open your eyes and see how it works. Proving it works, okay? Then, for the final test, you remove the mask, hold your breath for what you want to, then release and take a big breath of air. Open your eyes and take a big gas of air. Then you will be released out the room. And when you walk out the room, once you walk out with your hands extended from your body, straight like a cross, do not touch your face, just walk into the wind, the wind will clear you up. Because it's windy. Yeah. Okay. All right, no problem. Everybody goes through the room like, what the fuck is going on? So I might go. I go in there with my guys. There's a guy uh, on uh, crutches. He has his mask on, but he didn't go in with me. That's the story for another. That's another story. We found out this <laughs> stuff. But anyway, I go in there with my guys. All right, take a deep breath. I mean, put your mask. Put it on. Take it on. Clear it out. <laughs> wow, that works really good. Wow, it's really. Oh, I can see y'all. You can see the head. The you got. So you got the little things right here, right? Uh-huh. The little spectacles, you know, because you got the. Metal part here, and you got the holder, so you can see the gas when you look, when you first go in with the mask on. You can see you're in a gassy room because all you see is the gas. Yeah. So you see the mist. You see the drill talking at you in front of you. He's got his mask on. I mean, you can see the gas literally floating because you have the open eyes, spectacles, things. You're like, wow. All right. So you close. You keep your mask on. You, then you put it back on. You clear it, and you look out, and you're like, oh wow, okay, it's great. Works great in here. All right. And you feel the gas on your hands on your body. Like, oh, that does feel kind of itchy. All right, now you will remove your mask and take a deep breath, and you will exit in a moment. You'll be exiting out to your right. Motherfucker, when I took that big guff of gap, boy, son of a bitch, I went to my knees. Snot started running down my nose like someone just gave me a 100% fever cold. It was like somebody turned on the snot faucet. It was just running. My eyes were watering, were burning. I couldn't touch my face. I couldn't breathe. Then we could hear him fucking laughing at us. One guy was holding his breath. You holding your breath? Get your ass up here right now. Come up to the front. Get right here in front of the fucking vent. Open your mouth and take a deep breath. That poor dude was on the ground. <laughs> I mean, this is what they told. I couldn't. He told us. I couldn't see. I was crying my eyes out. <laughs> All right. Now we're gonna let you exit out. Exit to your right. So they push us out to the door. So I gotta walk out with my hands. I like cross and I'm like, <laughs> I'm just still. Walk. I can't see. You. I'm just walking straight. 
Finally, when I opened up my eyes, I'm near the riverbed. <laughs> so I walked a pretty good amount of distance. It's like, where are you going? <laughs> it's up. So they got video of us coming out. Snot shit all on our faces. So my dad loves that part of the video the most. Because it sees me right there. There comes my boy right there. All snotted up. All hair cut, shaved off. All fucked up. Slobbering and shit. Like this. I was like, all right. All right, now, 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 for our listeners out there. Uh huh. So we know you took a deep breath of it. Uh huh. And you got all snotted up and everything. Uh huh. What was the smell? It was just gas. There's no smell to no it. Smell to it's it. odorless gas. Yeah. It basically like- makes it where you can't breathe. You can't, you stick it in your lungs and it burns your lungs from the inside and you can't freaking breathe. Uh, it wasn't VX gas because we'd be dead. Yeah. But it's just, it's just gas, not mustard gas. It's just gas where you can't breathe. And it just, it, it, it basically renders you with a point you can't breathe or, or, or open your eyes or, you know, pretty much you, you can't breathe. You can't stand. Yeah. You can't see. You can't fight. So that's what it does to you. It's the same gas they use for riots. Okay. To clear people out. That's what they use. So yeah, that'll fuck you up. <laughs> and so we got, we, that was a heap of dosing of that shit. And, Everybody came out with snot all over themselves, shit, you know, whatever, all fucked up. One guy came out. I don't know how he got. A, how he got. He faked like he was coughing and shit. Whatever. He faked like he took, but he didn't. Because when he came out, he was good. He's like, ah. they made that fucker go back in again. Oh shit! <laughs> this time he came out fucked up. <laughs> but yeah, but it was it was rough, man. There was one guy who had a mask and he said, "Are you going to help him out?" <laughs> Staying there longer, <laughs> so they both came out dying. The poor guy came out on crutches. <laughs> so when they say clear it out, what all you do to clear out your mask? When you when you pull your mask up, first of all, your mask has uh, has two things, has three whole breathing hole apparatuses. You have to hold your mic for me real quick, okay, so you on. can hear me talk. Okay, so you have the one here in the front, right here above the mouth, and you have two on the side. So when you pick it up, obviously the gas gets in your mask. So when you put it down. You have the two things where you can see, so you have to go like this, and you blow out, and it blows out the gas that's inside with you. Blows it into the holes. Blows okay. it, I, that's how you clear your mask, blowing the gas out. And then your mask is back to normal, and you're good. So basically, you... Yeah, the gas can't come in, but you can blow it out. Yeah, so basically, you, you cover you, the sides, and you go, blow forward. And you blow it out, yeah. Then you cover the front one. Just to make sure, yeah. Just yeah. to make sure, and blow yeah, it you again. Blow, you blow, but basically, it's just from the, you're doing it from the side, and it gets it out. Okay. And that's how you get out. But yeah, but it can't come in. Trust me. When they gas us in the, in the field, and that's a story for another day, you uh, be glad you have that thing. And even though we went through that thing, people were still terrified to hear those three letters. G-A-S, gas, gas, gas. Because as soon as that shit said, you hear the tink. You hear, it'd be the canister hitting the ground. And, and then here it comes. And it's just all it is just intense uh, it, it pretty much made the whole company run once when we we're out in bivouacking yeah and but yeah so my dad loves that video he likes the training video that he got <laughs> sees me fucking vomiting and puking all over my goddamn self spitting boogers and looking like somebody just stuck two long tubes checking me for coronavirus <laughs> it is bad bruh it, you never want to ever have that gas on you because you can't breathe. So if you ever decide to go do a riot, make sure you have a, a gas mask. <laughs> and we ain't talking about one of them 1914 gas masks. We're talking about you better get yourself a good one. But yeah, so th- it was basically another confidence thing. The confidence was building you up with the obstacle course, building you up with the repelling, you know, over yeah. fears. And the confidence in the masks. 
so you know it works. The same thing applies to the rifle. You go, and before you go to shoot for your qualifying, you take the rifle, and because each rifle is set to a certain way, or the rifle is, everybody's different, you have to zero your rifle. So you basically take the shots, and they kind of figure where you're shooting at, and they adjust certain things mm-hmm. on it, so now it's for you. And so now you should be able to shoot in targets, like, in a little circle pattern. You see how, you know, they shoot, like, you know, how uh, Will Smith was getting all the shots in the same hole. Yeah. But how other people do the little pattern, three little circle pattern, little tight cluster. That's how you get trained to shoot. Okay. So the shot, the gun, any weapon you fire has to be zero. Otherwise, it's never going to shoot. It doesn't matter how straight you got that motherfucker. If you got it straight and it's not zero, fucker could go here, could go there. Yeah. So you have to get trained. So you train that first, and then you go out and you shoot your M16, and you hit the targets. You, you got to get the target. They pop up. Shoot it here, pop up, shoot it. So you're switching back and forth. So you got to shoot. And as you get out to the 251, 300, you got to know you can't shoot straight because the bullet's going to go down to the dirt. So you got to aim higher. Yeah. Obviously, you know, you shoot low, you shoot high to get to the right targets. So you have 50, 100, 150, 200, 250, 300. You hit all targets, all, what was that, 40 times? You get sniper. You get, you get expert badge. I was two off. So I got marksman. Um, so if I'd have got the other two, I would have been, I'd have been sharpshooter. I'd have gotten expert and I would have been able to go to the pizza party (laughs) or whatever they gave us. I forgot what it was. I didn't get to go. So I don't even know, but I got expert in grenade throwing and and the other thing. So I was good with that. So I expert on two and and sharpshooter in the, in the, uh, with the rifle. So it's a lot of fun. Our fucked up part is for the poor bastard, poor dumb bastard jumped in his foxhole to do the prone shooting with the thing. And he got in there and pay attention and clear his fucking hall. There's a bunch of fucking black widows in there. Oh shit! You talking about all right, motherfucker? Jumped out quick in a hurry. <laughs> oh, and yeah, the keeping the rifle down range. Yes, if you on what they did in Heartbreak Ridge with a guy gunning, my rifle's jammed, and they yeah. shot, and he shot it, and they just made him run around the thing. Oh hell no! If we did that in the military when I was in, and we got up with a rifle and pointed it down range, they would have beaten the shit out of us. It would have been a beatdown because you just put a live weapon toward people. There would have been no hesitations asked. The drill would have pummeled you. Damn. Because you, you could kill somebody. Yeah. I mean, that's a movie where you could really kill somebody. And you have to clear. You have to check to make sure it's clear before you give the rifle back and make sure there's no nothing in the chamber either. Because you got to go, chamber, clear. Because you got to look first, then give it to the officer when he inspects you as well. So it's a lot of fucking rules. And I mean, you people think, oh, that's asinine. They would never do that. Yeah. Trust me. When we go to the grenade throwing range, they also tell you, hey, you see that right there? That's the guy who died because he didn't throw, he didn't pay attention. And yes, there was a guy who died once. Uh, everybody has a sword like this. Throws a grenade. Doesn't, throws a grenade, but doesn't throw the grenade right. Barely throws it. Doesn't go very far. They're not behind a big thing like we were. He's wondering, why isn't it going off? It's taking too long. And the moment he stands up, it goes off and gets hit with shrapnel. Ouch. Or the one dumbass who dropped the grenade in the pit and then tried to pick it up and throw it out. And the drill sergeant quickly tackled him and they jumped down on the outside of the wall. And they were good until the dumbass realized it hasn't gone up. It's a dud. And he stood up right in the chest. Drill survived because he stayed down. So you've had multiple instances like that. Like if you drop it, do not try to pick it up. Get out of the way. It's too late. So it's not like in the game. Because one guy picked it up and threw it. And right when it got out of his hand, it exploded. Right, like right, literally right here. So he was nubby after that. It's actually less than nubby. So don't 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 think you're in Call of Duty when you're doing this. No, you drop a grenade, you just get the fuck out the way. It's too late. Yeah. So yeah, they're letting y'all know out there, y'all gamers thinking that oh, it's a grenade. I got three seconds now. Fuck no. 
Yeah, this hard snow, hard scoping, running around bullshit that happens in the game. That shit does not happen for real. <laughs> I'm sorry. Snipers, yes. Snipers probably the only real thing in the game because uh, you can really sit there and really sniper some motherfuckers. But yeah, but once you shoot, you also give away your position sometimes. Yeah, so you let that be known as well. So, but yeah. So that was the, the Mig One's uh, training story there. Uh, you know, the confidence, getting your confidence back, and the shit that my dad loves till this day. My son was snotty in the face. <laughs> He'd watch that shit over and over again. I swear to God, he wait till I come home one day. Hey, look what I'm watching. Again? <laughs> so, yeah, he has it someplace. All right. Hopefully he destroyed that shit by now. Well, hopefully, <laughs> yeah, hopefully all, all y'all out there enjoyed the story. I, I enjoyed this one. It was actually pretty good. Yep. It was interesting, too. Good to learn about the, their, y'all's face masks mm-hmm. in, the, in the army. Yeah, you that's know? how they teach you about stuff. So, from here, I'm going to take you to the field. Now we've gone through the training. Now we're going to go out in the field. Okay. Where we're out there, no longer sleeping in bunks, sleeping in a two-man tent. And this is just a preview. The weather out there goes through all four seasons in a day. And you're, it's pretty crazy. But it's, it's everything you get trained on, now you're out in the field. Let's see okay. what you got. All right. <laughs> oh, by the way, you don't have real ammo either. That's going to be a key point in a funny story. <laughs> okay. You're running around with a bore evacuator on top, which basically is like Miles gear. When you shoot it, like the lasers. Yeah. You say you have a bore thing on your rifle. So, yeah. that's Just remember that when I say you don't have real ammo, because that's going to be a funny story. Okay. All right. Well, uh, like I said, that's all the show we got for you this morning. That's know. right. On an early morning. Sitting here drinking coffee. and So, guys, I enjoyed being here. Uh, obviously, this morning, I have the day off now. So, I don't know. I'm just going to come play games. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is your boy, Big One. And I'm Rick DeRizzo. We out. Well, you know what, guys? That's a hell of a show. And if you really love listening to us, you can catch us everywhere. You can catch us on our radio stations, Beyond the Dawn Radio. You can catch us on WBLZ Media slash Iconic Radio. You can catch us on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, and Anchor. We're everywhere, peeps. Thank you for joining us, thinking shit through one podcast at a time. (laughs) 